Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, all eyes will be on committee room three in Lancer House in uh, just about 12 minutes uh, time when uh, the Oireachtas Committee on Foreign Affairs and Defence will get the opportunity to question the Minister for Foreign Affairs once again. Gary Gannon is Social Democrats TD for Dublin and a member of that committee and he's on the line and a very good morning to you uh, and thank you indeed for joining us as always. What questions have you got for Simon Coveney? Good morning, Michael, and good morning to your listeners. Um, I suppose today we want to explore, follow on from some of the questions we've already asked. And I'm going to begin by going back to what was the part originally that caught everyone's attention. I.e., was this special UN envoy role given to Captain Capone because she was a friend of Fine Gael without any open process? That's what began this process, and absolutely nothing since has dissuaded us from that. So today we're going to go through the timeline of events as Simon Coveney and the Department of Foreign Affairs had laid out to us. Mm. Specifically, we're going to start off at March the 4th when Catherine Zappone sent Simon Coveney a text thanking him for this great opportunity that she'd given him, that he'd, she'd been offered following a meeting in February, late February. So we're going to start off there, because Simon Coveney was very explicit with the, with the committee last week that the job wasn't offered till June and he'd asked these department officials to take a look at the, the job and they began that process in late March. So what we've clearly seen here is Catherine Zappon thanking the minister for a job which wasn't even developed yet. Mm-hmm. And then able to draw up uh, the terms for that job, it seems, as well. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Mm. So, yeah, and then we're going to go on to look. Well, Simon Coveney last week also put into the rep- his opening statement to the committee that following a meeting he had with Catherine's opponent in February, that at no point did he feel he was being lobbied. They were Simon Coveney's own words. At no point did he feel he was being lobbied. I'm going to ask him, would he like to reflect on that? Because yeah. it is very clear throughout the text message Catherine Zappone had been sending um, that she was placing herself forward for a job. And if that's not lobbying, I don't know what is. A particular aspect of that is yeah. she asked Pascal Donahue to 
arrange a meeting for with the Samantha Power from the US administration. Mm. And what we have there is a former minister asking a current minister in government for yeah. finance to ask the Minister of Foreign Affairs to arrange a meeting with a very influential um, person in the United Nations. Yeah. How he- is that not lobbying? Head of USA, that goes back to February. But I, I wonder, are you suspicious at all if this goes back further to the election of uh, 2016 and the formation of uh, the minority government and the support that Catherine Sabone gave to that government uh, and indeed the role she assumed as minister and that at that stage uh, there was a quid pro quo that Fine Gael would help her in her ambition to take up a role at some stage in the United Nations. It is interesting, is it not, that there's three Fine Gael senior ministers involved in all of this, Simon Coveney, Leo Vratker uh, and indeed Pascal Donoghue. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to stick to the evidence of what we know here. But I am going to make... I, I do think what the public can very clearly see is this is a role that has been given to a political insider. Now, there's no way we're going to be able to be made privy to the conversations that had, he had in 2016, although absolutely the suspicion is there. And that's what creates the dark shadows. When these positions are given without open process, it leads us to make assumptions was Catherine Sapone given this role either because she agreed to go into government in 2016? Was she given the role because she took on a particular pl- a place of importance during the campaign to get the presidency of the United Nations um, Security Council? Was yeah. she given the role as a quid pro quo for that? These are all questions that lead us to be asked when there's no open process. But I just think the whole thing stinks. And it undermines the very people's faith in politics when they see this level of cronyism. That's why I wrote to Charlie Flanagan, who's chair of the committee, in early August, asking for this to be explored or its first opportunity. It's because it looks, the, the perception of it to the public just looks like a political insider being given a very important job. And I actually do believe the role of a UN special envoy for freedom of expression and LGBTQI plus at UN level is really important. But it's yeah. been undermined because the lack of fairness in terms of process. Yeah the lack of um, seeing who else was out there and just giving it to somebody because they were a friend of the government the and a role, friend of Finnegan. The role is one that we should be taking pride in. Uh, but have you any idea what this role would have cost? I think she was to be paid 15000 but I'd imagine that's far short of what the role would have cost when you take into account the support that would be given to this envoy and indeed the expenses and the pension that would go with it because you're talking about somebody who would be uh, taking first-class flights quite possibly to very expensive hotels in different corners of the world and all sorts. Uh, there would have been a lot of jet setting involved in this role. There would have been a lot of shaking hands. So something else I know is just going through the rather large trawl of documents the department dumped on us yesterday at about half three. So something else I know is Catherine Zappone's former parliamentary assistant, our advisor, was in communications with the Department of Foreign Affairs. This was after his work would have concluded as a special, as a um, special advisor to Catherine Zappone. And he was still contacting the Department of Foreign Affairs, asking about Catherine's role. So I, I'm also wondering, was there staffing involved in this? Would she have been given more staffing? Would, her, would she have had secretarial support? Which mm. would have been very reasonable, given the importance of the role. But it's never been made clear exactly how much this would have cost the exchequer, how we were going to measure performance. And these are all really important. And now they might just say she was paid €15,000. And I think €15,000 is a considerable amount of money. They tried to downplay it at the time by saying it wasn't. But Mm. what they, what Fine Gael and what the status quo in this country now is power is its own form of currency. And this was a very powerful position. Mm. 
And 15,000 is a lot of money to you and me, perhaps. Uh, it's a lot more money when you don't have to spend anything, <laughs> when your dinner is paid for and so on, without going into all of the nitty-gritties of all of that that's involved in that. Uh, but it's also the opportunity that comes with this role, the people you're rubbing shoulders with and how you can use it as a stepping stone onto very uh, important positions and great uh, placements of power. That's it, and that's exactly it. I mean, you could very clearly see that that was already to the forefront of former Minister Catherine Zappone's intentions when she was asking um, Minister Pascal Donoghue to arrange an introduction to her to Samantha Power, head of USAID. I mean, that's exactly what this role involves. It involves rubbing shoulders with some very powerful people. And even if €15,000 doesn't seem like a lot for a salary, I promise you the access to power to give you would be far far more important than that. So power being its own form of currency, they understand why this role was going to be important. And that's why that's why Catherine Zappone was so eager in terms of her text messages and her emails mm-hmm. in terms of wondering when her work in quotation marks was going to start. I'm going to need to let you go because you'll need to get into that meeting in the next five minutes or, or so. But uh, will you be going into it with an open mind? Uh, do the stories thus far stand up following on from uh, the publication of those documents yesterday? No, they don't. Um, look, I tried, the last thing I want to do is the kind of guy that plays gotcha politics or you're just trying to catch ministers out in a lie. But also, I think we have a responsibility to scrutinise these decisions and shine a light at them. So, yes, well, I have an open mind going into the meeting, I thought this would have been long since cleared up by now. And what I have come to believe is Simon Coveney, a Minister for Foreign Affairs, has misled his own cabinet. He has misled the media. And I believe he misled the committee last week. And I'm going to put that charge to him. And depending on how he answers that question, um, we'll come to my own conclusion about what I asked him to do next. Because... I think the role for I think the role of minister in this government is far too important for us to believe that he can mislead media, mislead his own cabinet, and mislead a committee that potentially her role is to hold these decisions to account. Okay, well, you need to get going. Uh, you have a very busy morning ahead, and there'll be an awful lot of interest in uh, the questions that are, are put to the minister, and indeed uh, the responses that you receive. Thank you, though, for joining us uh, this morning. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. That's Gary Gannon, Social Democrats TD for Dublin. He's his party spokesperson on foreign affairs, and obviously a member of that Rockus committee. That meeting will get underway in the next few minutes. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.